FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. We're back for another episode of the FCS football podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my former teammate, Sean Anderson at the University of Rhode Island. We are your go-to source for FCS football analysis, updates, whatever it is for FCS football. We are the perfect go-to source for you to getting whatever you might need to hear about your team as well as the national landscape. Today's episode is pretty much the final update. There's no beating around the bush at this point. The Ohio Valley Football Conference canceled their fall sports But like every other conference has said, they're leaving open the option for teams to pursue football programs to pursue non-conference games. So we're going to talk about some of these games that are still scheduled that could be played. There has not been any announcement of postponement or cancellation. So we could see some FCS football. We want to talk about that today, uh, as well as a proposed schedule from Purdue's head coach, Jeff Brom. Just an interesting idea to get a a taste of what the spring season could look like for programs and also for fans that want to tune in and get to see their favorite teams play. But Sean, I think it's very necessary to talk about how you and I have been going back and forth during all this and saying, well, what are we going to do when everything comes down, when there are no longer any conferences playing in-conference games and there's really no FCS football. As of right now, it seems like there are going to be some games for us to react to and talk about. We're praying that those stick around, but just based on the current circumstance, because there is no FCS football after today's episode, we're probably just going to take a a one to two week hiatus until there is another update on what we know exactly is happening just for the reason that we've been. And we were saying this before the show, Sean, we've been basically running in circles this whole time, which is just saying, the same thing over and over again, but with a different conference and providing the same updates. Now, there's no more updates to pr- provide. And if there's nothing to really, truly cover, well, there's no point in just dragging content out of nothing. We definitely don't want to get our tracks stuck in the mud. But I, I assume, I don't, I mean, if we really do get this uh, Central Arkansas Austin P game on the 29th, uh, that's not going to drag at all. We'll have stuff to talk about. We'll have content. We will have uh, an array of segments, breakdowns, all of it. Uh, it. It could even be a more centralized and focused show. So if you are a fan of one of the teams in the Ohio Valley Conference or any of the teams that are sticking it out and trying to play some of these non-conference games, you're going to get a pretty focused approach, I believe, to to what these games were like and and what we thought about them, opposed to just going across 127 teams in the FCS and seeing what the best talking points are. I, I think that we will have some stuff to work with, and I'm very excited at the possibility of getting some form of FCS football, whether it be Eastern Kentucky playing West Virginia. I'll, I'll watch that game. It, it, that, that's a game. Uh, September 12th, lock me in. Eastern Kentucky, Youngstown State, another banger of a game. September 19th, lock me in. And some of these schools are still going to make decisions, and I'm sure we're going to see some announcements. I'm sure we're going to see some cancellations. Uh, but regardless, I do, I, I think, I actually do believe that we will get at least one college football game this season with an FCS opponent in it. Right. I, I think that we're going to at least get to see some of these games played. 
Stats FCS put out an article, which is the one that we're referencing of these lists of uh, non-conference games still scheduled. Not all of them are going to get played, but we're, I would bet at least a few of them go through through September. These teams are just going to treat it as maybe a, a spring ball exhibition-esque game. Just getting their guys out there if they're fully healthy and there's no issues. Might as well go out there and play and get the money for the game that is being provided to them, right? The, it would be a, a, a financial loss for them not to pursue playing in some of these such games. Like I look at uh, West Carolina playing West Virginia. That's a game that is going to be a, a pay-to-play game. Gardner-Webb at Liberty. These are, are games that are going to be pursued. Most of these don't really stretch past September. There's a couple of them, like that Gardner-Webb game goes in, in November. I don't know if that one will stick around this long, but I, I think all of these teams right now are still practicing. They don't want to send their guys home if they don't have to. It's also just a matter of how things end up turning out for the fall once students end up coming back. So as, as we've said, we're going to just take some time to recuperate. Instead of having a, a full launch into the season right now, we just don't want to continue circling the same stuff and, and, and touching on the same stuff that we've been hitting on. Instead, we'll be fully ready to go once these games are actually announced and the first one likely being that Austin P Central Arkansas game on August 29th. That is supposed to be the FCS kickoff. And I, I don't believe there has been any indication that that is going to get postponed. I believe in the announcement made by Austin P that the season um, was, was canceled by the Ohio Valley football conference. They did hint at the fact that they're still going to pursue trying to play that game on August 29th, you might as well, if, if things are looking good and students aren't on campus and you've right. been training this whole time, you might as well just go out there and get ready to play that game. It's close enough as is. I mean, I'm sure they're already into their, their, um, their, their scouting. They're already starting to game plan and we're not, we're, we're past the standard training camp. Let's figure out our offense. Let's figure out our defense and special teams. So I, I think the focus is finally – we're getting close enough now where the focus is probably turning on to the other team. So, Sean, I wanted to talk about this proposed schedule by Purdue's head coach, Jeff Brom, but we have a total curveball here. I don't know if you saw the tweet that I sent you. The SWAC actually just announced literally mid-opening by me of this show uh, on Monday afternoon – they announced their spring schedule. So, Sean, if you want to pull up what I sent you, mm -hmm. we already have an idea. This is the first outline from a conference for the spring schedule. So look at that. We have some fun stuff to talk about here. Fans, if you're wondering, hey, we, what are things going to look like? This is the very first outline of how things are going to look like. So the one thing to notice here, Sean, the big thing to notice is week one is scheduled for February 27th. So that's the end of February. That it goes in line with the Jeff Fromm proposed schedule to have the season start at the end of February. Now, I would assume the goal would be to get players back on campus for the end of January, probably sooner than that, middle of January, to prepare for conditioning and then some type of a uh, training camp in whatever facet you're able to do that with snow on the ground, if there is snow or, or freezing temperatures. So February 27th right now is that, 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 that start date. And Sean, I know you, you are 
a little bit more uh, adamant on thinking that teams could try and start sooner. What, what are your thoughts on the, the February 27th uh, expected start? If it is actually school regulated, that no students regardless can come on campus until mid-January, then that's what we're going to have to deal with. We're going to have to do our best. If it, February is pretty um, – given it's only a four-week month – if you were to have a standard camp like we did when it starts on August 1st, if it were to start on February 1st, then you would get your two and a half weeks of learning your offense and defense and special teams, your own stuff. And then that that next week and a half, you could focus on uh, that, that week one opponent. Uh, so it, it, I'm starting to flip around a little. I was looking into um, the Purdue coach's proposal. I liked what he was saying about the fall, but we'll get to that in a moment, I guess. Uh, I don't mind this uh, because it seems like it's the best option if we're really going about it through having to cross through the red tape and and maneuver our ways to a spring football season. It goes till May. So May 1st, Cricket Wireless, geez, SWAC football championship. (laughs) If that's the last game, then Uh that's okay because the last week um, is April 17th pretty spread out let the teams other players get some breathing room that's still a decent amount of breathing room if you do have to push back um certain things like the combine and the nfl draft it doesn't seem like it's going to be too incredibly impactful but um i i I like that we actually have something that we can look at here with this spring football schedule right i i the thing that makes me happy about seeing this and it, it really kind of perked me up when i when i got the notification Uh, because I get Twitter notifications from Stats FCS. When I got that notification, I was like, oh, oh, we actually have something finalized. It's not anything that's, well, this could happen, that could happen. We've we've been speculating for the past month. And now we actually know what the spring season is going to look like, maybe not for every conference, but I would bet they will they will look all very similar. And I would also assume that this decision by the SWAC to announce this this schedule, this conference schedule, is an effort to beat out some of the other conferences with different proposed plans. Now, I don't know if they've talked alongside one another or not, but I'm sure that the SWAC wanted to go with their plan because it gave them the most amount of time, and it would put other teams in a weird spot if they tried to start earlier or start later because they if if they want to play some type of an FCS playoff bracket you need everybody finishing at the same time. Yep. So SWAC even though the SWAC chooses not to play in the playoff, they get the advantage here of dictating, "All right everybody, this is what it's going to look like." I would be really shocked if there's any conferences that that do anything differently. Sean, the one thing I do like that it's not overly pressing the guys on the field and this is probably the one spot here that's going to be different between all of the other conferences, especially the ones that play for the playoff. The season ends week eight in April 17th. Like you said, then there is an open date listed April 24th. So I wonder if that's an opportunity to get a non-conference game. Regardless, there is a gap here between the end of the season in April. So some teams, I would say most teams are going to be done with the season and then the two teams vouching for the SWAC football championship, which is something I don't believe they've ever done, just playing for only the SWAC, will be in in May. So it gives 
team's time to get settled and recuperated. Maybe if there are still some lasting effects of guys getting sick, uh, you, you can make sure everybody is healthy and, and there's nothing spreading around. So I, I, like, I don't know why, but I'm a big fan of that, that little gap right there. I think it just provides an option of flexibility, which is, um, I think it's a good thing to ins- um, institute, especially when we're dealing with a, a situation like the cancellation of an entire fall season, to have an extra week of flexibility. It, it could, you, you could be right. It could provide teams an opportunity to, um, to, to get a, a pay for game, even though with the uh, FBS, if they were to pay for a game, that would be pretty late in the season. But if they wanted to tune up, if a team wanted to tune up before their championship or however they um, decide to roll the dice with their spring seasons, um, so be it. They can they can do that and they have that option or maybe it's just a week to 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 be done, you know, and let <laughs> other teams, uh, the, the two teams competing for the SWAC championship to uh, to have at it. Yeah, so this is very similar, like I said, to the proposed schedule by Jeff Brom. And uh, just to circle up this episode today, uh, the SWAC schedule does not include a plan for the following season in the fall. And I think that is where the largest amount of discourse comes out between people discussing these schedules. Because do you choose to play a full season? Do you choose to limit those amount of games because there's a, a short turnaround from full contact, full games to summer conditioning to the next training camp and then the next season? You're going to have a lot of injuries if you try to go full year, if you try to do the normal starting time. So those are hurdles that are trying to be worked out right now. So like I said, this Brom proposed schedule finishes on April 17th. It is very reminiscent of what that uh, the the SWAC schedule was going to be like. But then this here is saying that there would be a four-week training camp. This is the Brom one, September 4th of 2021. So four weeks. And then a 10-game season will be played on October 2nd. So this kind of pushes things back. It opens things up to not force guys right back onto the field, but the, I'm still a little bit wary of playing that 10-game that season because like we both know, Sean, guys after a season, and not this isn't spring ball, after a season are always banged up and it's not very quick for them to get back to 100% and you shouldn't go into a season playing a full game if you're at like 90 or 80%. That, that is just going to lead to a lot of problems for some guys if they're battling some issues. It could uh, but I'm looking at his 2021 fall season details. I like his idea of only one padded practice uh, being allowed per week. Uh, no additional spring practice for the calendar year of 2022. So that's a big break for them. Uh, only allow weight training, conditioning, walkthrough, nothing in pads, uh, four to five weeks of 20-hour week. Uh, 40, yeah, 20-hour weeks. I, I like that he's doing a little bit of due diligence there and, and concern for the players and their bodies and how much they will have gone through up to this point. So it, I'm actually starting to like the Brown idea a lot. Of course, you like the, the thought of only one padded practice a week. Yeah, because you had zero a week. <laughs> I still got hit, but n- not as much as you did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one wants to put pads on at 5.30 in the morning It's or 6.30 whenever we had to be out mm. there. I don't even remember yep, anymore. Yep, yep, sure. Uh-huh. Um. 
Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's what we have right now. That's what next fall could look like. But I, I, it, I'm happy to see that we actually have an idea of what the spring is going to appear to be. And I, I think there's going to be a huge amount of agreement between all of these conferences choosing to start around the same time, maybe give or take a week and end around the same time, giving or taking a week, finding a a, a, a common ground for postseason play is going to be the difficult part. Do you play a full bracket? Do you play eight or so games and shorten the bracket? That is all, all very um, small details that, that are going to be worked out. And we have a ton of time, even though a lot of these conferences waited until the last second to make these some of these decisions this time around. Hopefully they actually learn from this and saying like, hey, let, let's start planning this thing now and not trying to figure it out a month out from when things are actually supposed to start. Sean, that's all I have for today's show. Do you have any final thoughts you want to direct us here with? No, I, I think or I have one. I'm, I'm excited to see the dominoes start falling in the right falling in the right direction uh, this upcoming week. Hopefully we get to see some more conferences uh, unveil their schedules. So we get to compare and contrast between the two uh, or between all of them. I, I agree with you uh, that I believe that they they will all be pretty similar. If they can all get on the same start date, who knows what's going to happen. But right now, it, very, very positive to see that something has actually been put in place. Exactly. And again, there was a, a very pleasant surprise middle of the show to see that there is a swack schedule for us to talk about. Now we, like you said, positive direction moving forward. We're having planning. We're taking the precautions necessary to protect players. We're waiting until hopefully things are safer. And the next thing that we just need to hope and pray for is things are looking a lot better in January. If things go well and things are in that situation, we could have no issues with the start of this uh, proposed spring season coming up. That's it for this episode. Um, Like I said, we're probably going to take one or so weeks off. If there's something major, we'll provide an update to that. But uh, we're just going to take some time off just from the, the constant churn of providing updates with this because right now there really are not any other updates to hit on considering all, all conferences have to, chosen to push off until until the spring. Uh, make sure you go follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon and at Sanderson Radio. Also follow Believe Podcasts at DLEAV Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you may be listening to us and Give us a review, like I said. Uh, also, go to Believe.com, spelled B-L-E-A-V, dot com to find our show as well as hundreds of other shows. Stay safe, stay healthy. 